0: Yo, what is up, ambitious listeners? My name is Dylan Price. Welcome to the show. Today's guests are two premier college recruits, Dejon Nugget Warren and Victory Vaca, defensive tackle and a beast on defense as a defensive back in Warren. Both are absolute playmakers, and I'm going to let them let me interview them for this uh episode so that they can talk more about their skills attributes everything um it's an absolute pleasure to sit down with both gentlemen looking forward to next week for nfl draft coverage sunday 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 we have a huge episode our nfl mock draft 2.0 our final one of the year is going to be released also going to feature our prospect rankings so position by position rankings special episode and then wednesday our final episode before the draft we're going to have nfl network's andrew siciliano on in a pre-taped interview we recorded you know talking about where some players are gonna go and a couple free agent guys talking about his career to this point and a NFL draft prospect who uh, is going to be announced very shortly on our ambitious podcast Instagram he's a very talented edge rusher in this class one of the top guys in this class at the position and uh, he's gonna cap off our draft class for the year and at the end of that we'll give you our rundown on our draft class so you know who to look for in our class based on the guys who have come on our show um, very very Privilege to sit down with all of them and i'll acknowledge that at the end of that episode so next week sunday huge episode that's our pretty much draft precursor episode and then wednesday before the draft we have nfl network's andrew siciliano and a top edge rushing prospect on the show with that said today's episode two premier college recruits we will get to those two interviews after a quick word from our presenting sponsor anchor Yo, what is up? Welcome to Ambitious. My name is Dylan Price. Today's guest is the number one cornerback in the nation for Juco Prospects. He is the number two Juco Prospect in the nation. He's received offers from what seems like every FBS top D1 school. He's destined to be playing at one of these top schools soon, and he's on a trajectory that is heading him straight towards pro football. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show, Dejan Nugget Warren. How's it going?
1: It's going pretty well. Thank you for
0: having me. Thanks for coming on. So, kind of starting right from the intro, where did the nickname Nugget come from? Oh
1: God! All the things started <laughs> back when I was in ninth grade. I started high school. I started playing football for school in high school. I was trying to, have a spot I was a kick returner. Hmm. So I came when I was about like five foot four, I 90 like eighty, ninety pounds, and I was a punt returner. So I returned my first punt for a touchdown. My coach was asking my name. I took off my helmet, but at the time,
0: I had like a small, brown patch in the front of my head, so mm-hmm. it was like, I'm going to call you Nuggets, so it's been great since then. So you played a little punt returner then, and you're a dynamic athlete, which is present in watching you play entirely, but where, what led you to um, playing Juco rather than a D1 school? Oh, honestly, throughout the school, I had great I was never a bad
1: student, but at the time, school wasn't for me at the moment. I didn't really understand the importance of grades and how much I needed my education. So I just had to take a different route and luckily Things worked out for the better.
0: Now, how have your past um, years been in like since graduating high school and then heading to JUGO? Oh, since graduating high school, headed to JUCO. For me, things, things it really wasn't as rough because my brother was at the same JUGO before me. Now, how were you as a high school player? Uh, as, a, as a high school as a high school player, um, I, don't, I
1: don't really know from my peers. Really. They tell me, like, you no, know, I was probably a go-to person or something. Like, things got clutch. I and mean, they needed somebody. I
0: was I was a person they can always count on. Hmm. <laughs> now, does your brother play football, too? Uh, yes, he's at, he's at
1: Farnsburg now. He hmm. plays corner.
0: Now, who is the better of the two of you?
1: We both give each other some competition. That was competition
0: when we woke up. Now, you've gotten a lot of offers. You just recently narrowed your field down to, what is it? I believe 11? Yes, sir. So some of the names in there include Penn State, Alabama, Oklahoma, Maryland, Georgia, Oregon. You've received a lot of offers from top schools. What has that process been like, and what has been the overwhelming um, theme of all those offers? I mean the process itself. The process
1: it was it was pretty unexpected for me because this is my first time being recruited. So it's like at the time I was getting offers. Like, sometimes I was getting like three or four offers of a day. So I, I had like a slew of fans and coaches hand me up all at the same time. But for real, it's something I asked for. So I'm just dealing with it, taking things day by day. Like I don't really get no me time. so my phone always going off and I always just call my defenders too. Uh, I just make sure like I'm active. I'm not one of people that get all Hollywood or nothing.
0: I show love to everyone. so love to me. So anyone that hit me up on Twitter, I retweet their stuff and I respond. Mm -hmm. Now you're getting very, very popular as your football career continues. Do you think you're ever gonna have trouble? It sounds like you're not having trouble now, but do you think as you get to a D one school and then you likely are. Heading towards a trajectory that's gonna send you towards a pro football career. Do you think you're ever gonna have trouble staying grounded or do you think you're always gonna be the humble um person you are? Uh, nah, I will never change. I'm always gonna be the same person no matter what what pedestal someone put me on. Mm-hmm. I I always
1: been like this. I'm never gonna change for nothing.
0: Now, getting down to some of the recruiting aspects, obviously there's not a lot you can disclose, and there's not a lot I would ask you to disclose, but I personally am a Penn State fan. I'm not going <laughs> to sway you anyway, but I think they're a good school. <laughs> and at this time, where has Penn State kind of stood in your rankings, I guess, maybe? they high. I can tell you that they're very, very, very high. I'm
1: not going to mislead anybody, but... Just they pretty cool. I don't got no issues with them. They show sure love to me and I show love back.
0: <laughs> now, what? When? Like, what is the timetable for your decision for where you're going to head to next?
1: Uh, I'm not going to tell you what time because I like to surprise people. Just how I surprise people with the top 11. I'm going to yeah. just do it at an unexpected time, like on a random date. I don't know what, when that day will come, but when they do come, it's going
0: to be random. <laughs> so you're just going to wake up one morning and say, you know what? This is it. I'm deciding where I want to go, and I'm announcing it today.
1: Yes, sir. That's the type of person I am. I don't really like to plan things. I like to do it.
0: That's really cool. Now, looking back at your high school career, is there anything you could say was maybe a regret of yours?
1: Um, I would personally say, like, I wish I would have got degrees early. And I wish I would have understood the importance of education as well because mm-hmm. it did, it pushed me back a little bit, so I got, I got to step it up if I want to get to where I want to go by the time I want to get, by the time I want to get there, so that's the only thing I want to see, but then again, I don't because I did learn a lot from
0: it. Now, when you were coming out of high school, did you get some D1 attraction, or was it purely um, junior college and other schools?
1: Honestly, I think it. I don't think I got any attraction, I only got to play my freshman and sophomore year I was But, like, I got to play six varsity games, one my senior year, and five my junior year. Because
0: I was usually inevitable. Wow. Now, you've obviously flashed a lot of talent, and you've developed as an athlete and as a student. As you head towards, uh, presumably, a D1 school, obviously, but where do you see yourself heading after college?
1: Um, If football worked out, my goal is to, my actual goal is I want to be in the Hall of Fame, Mm -hmm.
0: but if I don't make it there, I would like to do something with communications. I like talking to people, so. Do you think you could see yourself maybe as a sports broadcaster?
1: Possibly, (laughs) or if not, I like talking to people, (laughs) not just about sports, like about anything. I've always been the type of person that likes to give advice or things like that, so.
0: So you're, the world is kind of your oyster right now as you're figuring out what comes next. But if you did go to the NFL, is there any NFL team that maybe you grew up as a fan of that it would be the dream to, say, play for that team? I
1: would say no, because I'm from Maryland, but I never got the travel, so I do like to see the fans. So I get picked
0: up by anybody. <laughs> Was there an NFL team when you were younger and now that you root for, though?
1: Please?
0: Is there an NFL team now, or maybe when you were younger, that you root for, though? Oh,
1: of course, the Redskins.
0: Oh. <laughs> I, I'm a Jet fan, but I kind of feel sorry that you're a Redskins fan. <laughs> <laughs> nah, we gonna get
1: it together. Sometimes it takes time, but we'll get it
0: there. You think Dwayne Haskins is the answer at quarterback? I do. Hmm. I
1: think like all he needed was some experience. That's what everybody needs. Once you get once you get enough experience, you'll get accumulated
0: okay? Now looking towards um your football career at a D one level, do you think there's gonna be any issue translating your game to a D one level?
1: Um, I would I don't think so. D one players in Gico. But all I all I'm about to do is get you to the speed it won't take me long to adjust. I adjust the things pretty quickly.
0: On the field, who is somebody that maybe maybe a specific player, or maybe even um, uh, like a game, a couple players in a game style that you try to emulate on the field? So
1: I would say Jair Alexander <laughs> for the Packers.
0: Now he's a very athletic, dynamic cornerback. He can't. I guess he could not just be limited to that, where he has definitely got sideline to sideline abil- side sideline ability to make those tackles and even be a kind of free safety role sometimes. Do you see that as a role for you in the future?
1: Um, honestly, I do. I'm a I played safety all my life. This is my first season playing
0: corner. Hmm. Oh, wait. So you've been a safety before this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I
1: played safety. I was in the middle of but hmm. like I said, I was
0: an eligible, so I ain't, I ain't never ready get the grades to play it. Hmm. But, now, heading to the next level, do you think you'd be projecting more as a safety? No, corner. Hmm. Now, of the three, like, main forms, I guess, of coverage, do you or maybe two, but do you see yourself more as a man-to-man corner or do you see yourself fitting more in a zone-style defense?
1: No disrespect, but I feel as like if I can do it all. Hmm. Whatever my coach needs to do, I can get it done. That's so I awesome. I'll do one quick for the home. I won't put a pin on myself or what. What I'm also capable of, uh, I can do whatever my coach needs me to do.
0: Now, how do you feel you are as maybe not just in your coverage abilities, but as a tackler? I feel like I'm a pretty good tackler. I mean, everybody needs work, so I can always work
1: on it. But when it comes down to it, I can get the job done.
0: Now, how do you feel, I didn't mention the coverage style, but how do you feel you are in coverage? Do you feel you're that lockdown corner that can be counted on? Yes, and
1: if I'm pressing you, I like to get my job done early. I'm trying to catch all my phone. I like to press.
0: How do you feel your football IQ stacks up against the competition?
1: Man, my football IQ is very high. <laughs> I got a nice feel for everything.
0: And how do you feel you are as a leader?
1: My teammates tell me I'm a good leader. I mostly lead by example. I'm mostly vocal
0: when I need to be. And separate to the your game style, but if there was a position maybe on offense that you could play, that if you weren't playing corner, where would that be?
1: Oh, I go like the receiver. <laughs> I like playing offense. Offense, running back.
0: Now, do you think you could be that dynamic of a player where at the next level you could be counted on to, if somebody goes down at wide receiver, you could say, Coach, put me in. I'm ready.
1: Oh, most definitely. I still got
0: it. <laughs> now, looking to your on-the-field impacts, who has had the biggest impact on your game? Can
1: you go further, a the of question because I kind of don't understand it.
0: Who has had the biggest impact to your career on the field?
1: Um, are you saying like teammate-wise or family-wise? Like
0: or a teammate, coach, it could even be family.
1: Um, Family-wise, I would say the biggest impact for me is my younger siblings. Hmm. Now I'm at a point where I'm the oldest and I'm the first one in college, so I'm really trying to set things up for them so when they get older,
0: if they don't got it, I will hand it. So I always keep them in mind. I have them on my own that. Now, you're very humble and very down-to-earth, and do you think that's something that shines through when you're talking to coaches, and do you think that's something that has made you such a very, um, I guess, attractive prospect? I mean,
1: honestly, always kind of how I've been, but when mm-hmm. I do speak to coaches, they do say, like, they like how I'm popular and I can talk person, I, I give, I give the
0: energy. Now, looking towards um your life after football, what is a goal, maybe not on the gridiron, you did mention being in communications in some way, but what is a goal of yours, if it wasn't to get into the Hall of Fame and if it wasn't to be in communications, what is a goal of yours? I would
1: say just make sure my family's street. <laughs> it's not about me, it's about them.
0: Now, one of my final questions for you is a question I ask every athlete that comes on this show and every guest as a whole is, and it's a big one, so take as much time as you want, but when it's all said and done, and this kind of ties into my last question, but when it's all said and done, your football career is over and everything you've done is kind of over as a whole, what do you want your legacy to be? Honestly, I just want
1: people to remember me, and whatever way they can do. Hopefully it's, it's positive or inspirational, but I really just want to leave my mouth on people, no matter who it is, or no matter who. yeah, like, truthful, like, no matter who it is, like, family, friends, someone I just speak to, I just want to be remembered as something positive, and I don't want to be remembered, like, as uh, something I did in my past, because, you know, people change things, I just want, I just want to have, have a good legacy.
0: That's awesome, and I thank you so much for taking the time to come on. Before we close out, I do want to give you the opportunity to plug your social media, plug whatever you want, or just general message to close out the show.
1: Okay, you can follow me on Twitter at day. It's with 4 da with three E's on Twitter, and it's day on Instagram at 4 da with three E's.
0: Thank you very much for coming on. No problem. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Dejon Warner or Warren and he is going to be a superstar not only at the college level but definitely on the trajectory to be a superstar in the pros. Yo, what is up? Welcome to Ambitious. My name is Dylan Price. Today's guest is an absolute beast at defensive tackle from Westlake Village, California. He's 6'3", 325 pounds. He's being recruited by the University of Michigan, University of Oregon, University of Texas A&M, Florida, Florida State. He is destined to be not only a Power 5 player, in the future, but likely an NFL prospect. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show, Victory Vaca. Victory, how's it going? Uh,
1: I'm doing good. How are you?
0: I'm doing good. So thank you for coming on. I want to start from your last season. How did you feel last season went for you?
1: Uh, me personally, I feel like it, it wasn't great for me. Uh, but you know, as a team, we're really young and underdeveloped. You know, a lot of Lot of aspects to the game, so we were just very inexperienced. We we brought up eight to nine freshmen, and six, six to seven of them started for us. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna bounce back this season with the experience, and uh, uh, you know our young guys uh, got their feet wet.
0: Now, next season, your senior season, a lot of expectations, a lot of eyes on you. How do you feel you're going to be able to handle that pressure and continue playing at a high level?
1: Uh, just keep doing me. Uh, you know, what I'm, what I'm expected to do, uh, play at a high level, play, you know, what comes with my name. And, and um, Of course, I'm going to have targets on my back, a lot of target on my back, and all uh, i just got to do is do me and uh, excel.
0: Now, how do you feel that, obviously, you're a very uh, large 6'3", 325, you're a beast, and with all the eyes on you, how do you feel that, you just mentioned there, a target on your back, how do you feel that's going to change the way teams prepare for you? Uh, Well, not not only uh,
1: the the way that teams prepare for me, that not only started this year, but started last year, and uh, look like my freshman year so so uh, because I would mess up the run scheme and plug up gaps and uh, get to the quarterback so uh, it's nothing new to me. I just keep doing me and uh, just continue to listen to my coaches and uh, uh, just, just prosper at the defensive tackle position.
0: Now, obviously when did you start playing football? Like in the this- Grade. So a lot of time and a- hours and energy spent towards the game. How does it feel to be recognized as one of the top defensive tackles in the country for your graduating class? Uh, it's
1: just a blessing from God, uh, God-given talent that he's given me. And, uh, you know, the, not only you know, the blessing from God, but uh, my the coaches who have helped me along the way and my teammates as well.
0: Now, with all the expectations on you next season, how are you and your team preparing for next season, and how do you feel, you mentioned you know, next year could be better, but how do you feel next season's going to go as a team standpoint? As
1: a team, I feel like we're going to be way a lot better. We're going to be way more experienced. We're going to be way more disciplined. We're going to instill that discipline uh, this upcoming year, and we're gonna, we're going to be a team to watch out for.
0: Now you are getting heavily recruited by University of Michigan, Florida, Florida State, Oregon, and Texas A and M. You've lowered it down to that group. Of all of them, how has the recruiting process been, and how excited are you to pick your school? Uh, my top.
1: When I dropped my top five, uh, before I dropped my top five, my phone was getting blown up by. Other schools other than those five, so when well, I narrowed it down, and you know, as to say, I'm shutting it down to those th- to those five schools. Uh, you know, my life has been easier, uh, you know, without my phone getting blown up. But <laughs> not only that, my phone is getting blown up by those five schools. So, yeah, I'm definitely excited to uh, choose a school, but it's not going to be until early signing day in December.
0: Now, you all five of those schools have storied programs, storied history, and some incredible coaches. With Michigan, you have Coach Harbaugh, with Florida State, Coach Fisher, so some very talented coaches with professional development experience. How does that make you feel about your odds of getting to the NFL? I feel like not only the head
1: coaches, but my, my position coach, defense along line coaches, they could... Put me in the best position possible to, for me to excel at the defensive tackle position and to go, you know, God willing, go to the NFL. So, uh, not only, you know, Coach Fisher, Coach Harbaugh, uh, Coach Mullick, Coach Norvell, Coach, um, Coach Christopher, not only those head coaches, but the defensive line coaches and the defensive coordinators that put me in the, the best position to, Excited uh, so, uh, to defensive tackle position. And, uh, like I said, God willing, hopefully I go to
0: them too. Now, how do you feel your skills are going to translate from high school ball to the next level in a year and a half or a year? Uh,
1: so I'm gonna I'm gonna roll early. I'm gonna roll a semester early into college. And, mm-hmm. um, I feel like that's going to give me a huge advantage because I could get used to college life. Uh, more easier, more uh, more adaptive to the college life, and uh, getting it getting work with the with my college coaches uh, more earlier. So I feel like I have a, a good advantage with that. Uh, all I gotta do is work hard, uh, trust the process, and follow uh, God's plan and uh, the the coach's plan. What they have for me.
0: Now, Westlake High School in California, is that a big football school? Yeah, yes, sir. How, is there a lot of players that have come out of there and had success in college football? Um,
1: we've had a lot of, a lot of, uh, players go d one out of us, like, uh, Neil Howard, Andre Picelli, uh, Cameron Fabiculon, the Gabriel Floyd, uh. Gross. That, that's how I name right now there's, there's a lot more
0: now you get to join that storied history, and how does that feel carrying Westlake High School on your back with everything you do now from here on out because they developed you and now you get to go to you know the next level and represent and potentially even the NFL and represent them uh, this is a
1: huge blessing I could. Uh, You know, develop, you know, carry the torch, so to say. And, uh, I just, I just love, you know, this town, this community. When me and my family moved here, uh,
0: from Lancaster about seven or eight years ago, we just fell in love with this place. And, uh, we just, we just love Westlake. Now, you've gotten a lot of experience and you've done very, very well. Of all your success on the field, what has been maybe the biggest accolade, in your opinion, that you've achieved to this point?
1: Uh, on the field? Yes. Um, probably just, just me getting these, you know, just a look from a college. You know, once you get that, you know, once you can get that one offer, you could, you know, all of them start rolling it. So uh, I'm not a huge statistics guy. I let my my film speak for itself,
0: and uh, yeah. Now you are in a unique area for rooting for an NFL team. So I'm curious: Are you a Chargers or a Rams fan, or are you a fan of another NFL team? Uh, I'm a Seattle Seahawks fan.
1: Hmm.
0: So would the dream be to one day be a Seattle Seahawk? Oh,
1: uh, whatever, whatever side to choose when I get drafted, uh, not, I'll be more willing to play for them,
0: and I'll, I'll just be blessed to play for the NFL team. So, off the field, who has had the biggest impact on your football career? My mom. And on the field, who has had the biggest impact? Like idols? Uh, no, like uh, mentors.
1: Oh, mentors? Uh. My Elon mentor, coach,
0: uh, coach Ed, coach Eddie, and well, right Rolling into what you just said, who are there any players, if any, that you emulate your game after and idolize?
1: Uh, Derrick Brown and Dexter Lawrence.
0: So they've obviously gone to power five schools and had success at the next level as Derek Brown is a draft prospect this year, Dexter Lawrence, uh, New York giant, a lot of success in the guys you look up to and a lot of success that you've had to this point. If you had to say one goal, maybe for next season at starting there, what would be your main goal for next season? Uh, get that ring get that state championship ring and uh, bring that trophy back home to Wesley. and what would the goal be for if you had to say a five year plan is the goal in five years to be an NFL player
1: yeah I just want to be you know not only you know really good NFL player but like the, the best player could be you know a, a real good provider for a family uh, somebody who could who could look up to and I could provide for my family and take care of them for the rest of their lives. And uh, that's my goal from this point on just just to take care of my loved
0: ones. And with all of the craziness right now in the world with the coronavirus and all that stuff, how are you continuing to train and prepare for your senior season?
1: Just in home workouts. I'm doing my push ups, mm-hmm. my sit ups. Uh, Mainly, it's just working on my core. And when I can, I usually go on jogs and early morning jogs and
0: uh, even walks. Now, my final question for you, Victory, is also first, that is an awesome name to have, Victory. Yes, sir. And looking... Into the future, I ask every question or every guest this question. So, my question for you is when it's all said and done, your football career, and this is a big question, so take as much time as you want. When your football career is done, um, and a lot of your life accomplishments as a whole, when it's all said and done, what do you, Victory, you want your legacy to be? Just, uh, just to be a, a great, not
1: only a great football player, but a great uh, man. Uh, a great role model for kids and those who are coming up, coming up and, uh, just for me to take care, you know, for me to take take care of my family and take care of my loved ones and, you know, nothing more, nothing is more appalling than that goal. That, you know, that's my main goal I have in my mind right now
0: that's awesome and victory I cannot thank you enough for taking the time to come on before we close out I do want to give you the opportunity to plug your social medias or just leave off in a general message before we close out
1: uh if y- y'all can follow me at uh on my Instagram Z1 2 underscore and follow me on Twitter victoryivaca and uh for all those youngins who you know who are out there questioning whether they should keep going keep going I was in your shoes once, and uh, I like to say to you, just keep grinding and keep believing in God, and uh, the rest will
0: follow. Ladies and gentlemen, that was the beast, defensive tackle from Westlake High School, future superstar, Victory Vaca. Thanks again, Victory. Thank you
1: for having me. It's
0: a pleasure. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank Dejan Warren and Victory Vaca for taking the time to come on. Privilege to sit down with both men, as I've previously stated. Um, absolute honor. You know, both of them have bright futures, and I'm excited to see what both of them can do in those futures. With that said, reminder of our schedule next week. Sunday is the NFL Draft Precursor, and Wednesday is our pretty much loaded episode with NFL Network's Andrew Siciliano and Edge Rushing Prospect to be announced. And our big announcement of this week was our release of our new website, AmbitiousSportsWithAZ.com. Uh, You can check out podcast episodes there from everything we do. We're going to post it all there. And also some upcoming articles with just some general takes on the sports world as a whole. And hopefully some aspiring young writers to come on and contribute soon. So if you're interested in contributing or just reading some general cool content, check that out. And we will continue developing it and bringing it into hopefully one of the top sports media sites. With that said, remind you to check us out on Instagram at Ambitious Podcast. Twitter at Ambitious with DP. Have a wonderful, phenomenal week and stay safe during these trying times and check back next week for a loaded week of ambitious content.